I've found out that I'm a chump and the wool pull over my eyes. Now, I wonder who woke you up. But I'm gonna know somewhere for. Yes, sir, you're gonna tell me some while. You stay out night till three and four and come home leaping drunk. That's my business. Then come to bed and turn your back. Uh, Sue, you know that's the bunk. Yes, sir, now listen here, Sister Kate. Now tell Papa who's keeping you out so late. Say, listen, butter. Let me hear I don't mean to cut you short, and I ain't putting on air. What's wrong with you? But I've got my two hands full, minding my own affair. Now, I wouldn't answer question if I know I had to die. So don't keep asking, cause I don't want to lie. You can't make me tell you so, it's no use to try. Furthermore, ain't none of your doggone business. Oh, yes, that's my business. Let me straighten you out. Now, look here, woman. You must have lost your mind. You must got religion and you don't mind dying. When you talk language, I don't understand. You dumb enough business for a graveyard man. I'm as jealous of you, woman, as a man can be. Sue, you know you done put that thing on me. You getting colder towards me every day. Now tell me what making you act that way. I got tired of steering home. Just sitting there watching the clock. Now what's wrong with that? Sometimes twas after 4 GM when you put your key. In my life, when I was a good woman, you done everything you could to make me think I was nothing but an old chump of wood. Now I'm doing what I please. You can tell the neighborhood what I do. Ain't none of your doggone business.
Welcome to the Old Codger Show, a weekly public observance of the magnificence of 78 RPM records. We opened up with our butter beans and Susie, and taint none of your business, followed by the, the Mills Blue Rhythm Band with Wild Waves. Well, college is going to be in session soon here at the Old Codger Academy of Shellac. If you're a new listener, we have established a Freshman Week Protocols. Uh, you must accept these terms. Then you'll be allowed to continue listening, and you'll receive a solid musical education in the classics. Uh, the classics as defined by me. So here are the protocols. Did you bring a pencil to class? If so, then take notes. Okay, first of all, I play 78 RPM records, like they're going out of style. Now, if you came here for 33 and a third, or 45 RPM records, or compact discs, or cassettes, or digital whatnot, uh, there's an exit door over there. Use it. It leads straight to hell. Now, I am here to cause a ruckus, and the, the plural of ruckus is not ruckai. And if I catch you saying that word, I will administer a sound thrashing. Now, next thing to know about the protocols here at the Old Codger uh, Academy of Shellac, I love younger women, age 45 or 50, but I ain't messing with no 35-year-old jailbait. Next thing, you can call me on my phone. Same number since 1892. That number is 6. Write it down with that pencil so you don't forget. Next, we believe in social justice for 70 RPM records because here, black platters matter. Next, uh, do not miss the spittoon because if you do, you'll be forced to drink the contents. Now, no raccoon coats from fake raccoon. Must be real raccoon. Next, never choose the lesser of two evils. Always choose the one you haven't tried before. Next thing to know is I am on radio station WFMU, but I am not of it. If you listen to this program, you might think WFMU is the, uh, the greatest station in the broadcasting business. Well, that utopian impression will be quickly dispelled if you tune in at any other time. The next thing you need to know is that unlike the rest of WFMU, on the Old Codger Show, we are not ashamed to play commercials. We always try to make a buck from our broadcast. <laughs> of course, that does not prevent us from demanding that anyone who works for us is an unpaid volunteer. This is the one area of policy with which the Old Codger and WFMU are in agreement. We think it's an excellent business model. WFMU has gotten away with it for decades, and we're not going to rock that boat. And finally, all this talk about WFMU leads me to the final thing a Codger freshman needs to know. Life was so much simpler when there were only three Stooges. Now, here on the Codger Show, we have a new sponsor, and once again, it's the lovely Unita Bodenheim, who's going to deliver the good news, the good commercial news, about a new product sponsor on the Codger Show, Chloroxide Toothpaste. Who's that movie star in the mirror? The one with the million-dollar smile? Why, that'll be you when you brush with Cloroxide Tooth Lotion. The secret's in the unique unguent formula, which boasts the cleansing and polishing power of Barrax Petroleum Jelly and cosmetic-grade white lead, a once-popular oral hygiene regimen in historical Canada. Plus, its nutritious heat-extracted cod liver oil greases your gum 
comes while you brush. With a touch of licorice for sweetness, it freshens your breath with the exotic odor of the Atlantic Ocean and your favorite Sensen candy. Peroxide's proprietary recipe also includes imported South American extracts endorsed by educated dentists. Chloroxide Tooth Lotion leaves your mouth so smooth, so white, and so shiny, you'll forget it's your very own. Hey, got a little toothache? Rub a smidge of Chloroxide on your gums for immediate relief. With regular use, Chloroxide will put some extra pep in your step due to its stimulant analgesic and or laxative properties. Don't just take it from me, millions report astonishing results. What's more, Chloroxide's an effective brass polish. Do not use on silver. Get that movie star smile with Chloroxide tooth lotion. You'll hardly recognize you.
Cause there's a watermelon on your vine Everything is fine You've got no time to work You've got no time to play Busy doing nothing all the live long day You won't ever change no matter what I say You just made that way Lazy bones sleeping in the sun How you expect to get your day's work done Never get your day's work done Sleeping in the noonday sun Lazy bones sleeping in the shade How you expect to get your cornmeal made Never get your cornmeal made Sleeping in the evening shade When taters need spraying I bet you keep praying The bugs fall off of the vine I bet you keep wishing the fish won't grab at your line. Lazy bones loafing through the day. How you expect to make a dime that way? Never make a dime that way. Well, looky here, he never heard a word I say.
was frightened by a shotgun, they say. That's why I'm such a wonderful shot. I'd be out in the cactus and I'd practice all day. But now tell me what have I got? I'm quick on the trigger with targets not much bigger than a pinpoint of number one. But my score with the feller is lower than a cellar. Oh, you can't get a man with a gun. When I'm with the pistol, I sparkle like a crystal. Yes, I shine like the morning sun. But I lose all my luster when with a bronco buster. Oh, you can't get a man with a gun. With a gun, with a gun. No, you can't get a man with a gun. If I went to battle with someone's herd of cattle, you'd have stake when the job was done. But if I shot the herder, they'd lock me up for murder, cause you can't shoot a male in the tail like a quail. Oh, you can't. A man with a gun If I shot a rabbit Some furrier would grab it For a coat that would warm someone But you can't shoot a lover And use him for a cover Oh, you can't get a man with a gun The gals with umbrellas Are always out with fellers the blazing sun but a man never trifles with gals who carry rifles oh you can't get a man with a gun with a gun with a gun no you can't get a man with a gun a tom dick or harry will build a house for carry when the preacher has made them Buckshot in his trousers Cause the man may be hot But he's not when he's shot Oh, you can't get a man with a gun We just heard some fine music On the Old Codger Show On WFMU The first thing we heard was by The great uh, songbird Ruth Edding And the song was called Sam, the Old Accordion Man Following that was Mildred Bailey and her orchestra. That's right, she led the orchestra, and we heard her singing Lazy Bones. Then the song April Kisses, where it wasn't a song instrumental by the great guitarist, Eddie Lang. And then we finished up with uh, Betty Hutton off her rocker again with uh, the song from the the musical uh, Annie Get Your Gun. We heard the song You Can't Get a Man With a Gun. By Betty Hutton. Well, this is Neil Codger, and we have an update on our legal action against Fablio. Last week, if you were tuned in, we uh, chronicled his myriad misdeeds and explained why this miscreant should go to Rikers Island and stay there without parole. Besides his criminal enterprises, the music 
he plays on his program has been declared toxic by the EPA, and uh, the Department of Health and Human Services of the USA has found proof that Fabio's radio show causes WFMU listeners to experience seizures. That's right. The science is settled. In short, he's churning out hazardous waste. Uh, Fabio is a liability to WFMU and a menace to society. Now, you, you'd think his crimes would be self-evident, but Fabio went and hired an attorney. The attorney's name is Chuck. And uh, Chuck is only licensed to practice in uh, six counties in western Pennsylvania. Anyway, uh, Chuck has uh, sent us what he calls a cease, desist, and stifu letter. I don't, I don't know what a stifu is. It's spelled S-T-F-U. This must be a typographical error. He probably meant stuff. So it's cease, desist, and stuff. This crappy Pennsylvania attorney can't even spell. At any rate, the prosecutor who uh, plans to handle the case for the plaintiff, the plaintiff is me, has warned me that I should stop talking about Fablio on the radio. She said that if I continue to discuss the case in public, I'm making it difficult for the court to find an impartial jury. I told the prosecutor that all I'm doing is explaining the nature of Fablio's crimes, and I'm telling the truth. If it's hard for the court to find an impartial jury, there's just one reason, because Fablio is obviously guilty. So I don't see the problem in me discussing this in public. I will not be silenced by some quizzling bureaucrat who whines about the overrated concept of due process. I know all about innocent until proven guilty. I just don't know how it applies to someone as unscrupulous as Fablio. He doesn't respect the Constitution, so why should it apply to him? Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about it uh, now. So maybe if somebody who isn't listening, they'll be on the jury, and they're going to figure it out pretty quickly that he's guilty and needs to go to prison without parole. But uh, we feel it would be within the scope of justice for him to have the occasional conjugal visit. Well, let's go back to positive things now. Things that make us feel good. Things that sound good. That don't give us seizures. Good music. Like this by the Duke Ellington Orchestra.
thing that makes you very juicy, Jack's Brawl. Along with pepper and lime, Jack's Brawl. Oh, it's a thing that makes you very snappy, Jack's Brawl. Oh, it's a friend of mine, Jack's Brawl. Dr. Whiteman will advise you use Jack's Brawl. Oh, it's pepper and lime, Jack's Brawl. It's a thing that keeps you very busy, Jack's Brawl. It's a friend of mine. Why you should say so? Joe, you didn't know once he was feeble, you know. Jack's Brawl, it's a thing that keeps you very busy, Jack's Brawl, along with pepper and lime, Jack's Brawl, it's a thing that makes you very busy, Jack's Brawl, it's a friend of my weakness, from my core right way up to my head, I nearly dead, lying on my bed, the doctor, or the good nervous man for me, we tried to be. Nothing couldn't beat my little Jack's Brawl. It's a thing that makes you very juicy, Jack's Brawl. Along with pepper and lime, Jack's Brawl. It's a thing that makes you very busy, Jack's Brawl. For oh, it's a friend of mine, Jack's Brawl. Dr. Whiteman will advise you use Jack's Brawl. Along with pepper and lime, oh, Jack's Brawl. It's a thing that gets you very busy, Jack's Brawl. It's a friend of
never seen it before. Bugs like soldiers marching to war. But the thing that get me so vexed, the bugs was disturbing me from my rest. Turn over, let me see, turn over. Turn over, let me see, turn over. It is here that the bed bug biting me. Cousin, cousin, clutch your soup for me. Cousin, cousin, clutch your soup for me. Cousin, cousin, clutch your soup for me. It is here that the bed bug biting me. Cousin, cousin, clutch your soup for me. See if Rummies can send me some of that stuff we advertised last week. What was it called? Beyond Water? Yeah, yeah. And the Rancho Malaria was getting a little low. Yeah, don't get any Rancho Malaria. I don't want the women smoking here. In the pa- the, oh, sorry. The, the, the song ended. Oh, we're on the radio. Oh, gosh. I, sorry, I didn't realize we were live. Was just talking to Lola Bell here. She had to uh, replenish. Some of the amenities here in the Pouton Shanty. So sorry about that. Anyway, back to the show. Uh, we heard uh, Duke Ellington and his orchestra, and it was called Pyramid. And it was followed by the great Hatta Brooks, uh, played the keyboards on the Boogie Celeste. Then uh, we slipped into a little calypso groove there with uh, the Harmony Kings Orchestra doing Jack's Broth. And then Wilmoth Houdini with Cousin Cousin, Scratch here, so, for me. Some great uh, calypso there. This is the Old Codger, Old Codger Show on WFMU. Every week, we do an hour of 78 RPM Records, fan music for you, the listeners. Uh, Honey Bear Sweeney was over at my bunker the other day in East Orange. Uh, we were cutting a rug to some Pat's Waller platters. Uh, then we took a break for some, <laughs> some billing and cooing and some adult beverages. So we're talking, and uh, Honey Bear starts telling me about this dream she had, something about uh, the aliens arrived in a spacecraft, and suddenly she found she was back in grade school, and uh, Rudy Valley was teaching sex education, and then Honey Bear's arms turned into hedge clippers, and then Fatty Arbuckle galloped in on the back of a unicorn, and she went on and on and on about this dream. This happens too often. People come to visit me at my pouting shanty, then they want to tell me about their dreams. Look, I don't want to hear about your dreams. It doesn't interest me in the least. But I'll offer you a trade-off. If you insist on telling me about your dreams, I'll tell you about my bowel movements in great detail. I think these subjects are of uh, comparable importance. I promise to stay on topic. I will never tell you about the bowel movements of my dreams, only the real life, play by play. And that includes the occasional bouts of constipation. You know what I mean? I think that's a fair trade-off, don't you? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Anyway, back to the music. This is the music of my dreams, embedded in the grooves of 78 RPM records and featured here on the old codger Firco, Cheap Cigar Boudoir, here on WFMU. (laughs) 
me So let's be on our way Dig this jive another day Cause right now you can see That this joint is too here for me
take me away from the river The old river that flows by my door Oh, sore, sever my bonds and deliver My soul away from the swampy land The storm rages around my low cabin No harm can befall me when I'm high Oh, Lord, take me away from the river The old river that flows by my door Looking at 
I'm sorry to say we've run out of time for music. We have to wrap up the, uh, the Old Codger Trilco Cheap Cigar Boudoir for this week and make way for the next guy. That's Hardy White. When we heard from Fats Navarro, great trumpeter, and uh, Stealing Trash. Then Betty Hall Jones sang, uh, This joint's too hip for me. Uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp did strange things happening every day. The wonderful Fletcher Henderson Orchestra did take me away from the river. And we ended up, uh, the final song we heard this week was Vaughn DeLeith, uh, Looking at the World Through Rose-Colored Glasses. Now next week, we're going to feature Vaughn DeLeith teaching you how to play the ukulele right here on the Old Codger Show, where I play 78 RPM records like they're going out of style. By the way, uh, they are called 78 RPM records for a reason. Uh, you have to do the math. Uh, they rotate at speeds ranging from uh, 72 revolutions per minute to 84. Now, 72 plus 84 equals 156, and half of 156 is 78, right? So, 78 RPM is the average speed of the records featured on this program. Now, when I say do the math, I realize that to some youngsters these days, 2 plus 2 no longer equals 4. It equals anything that feels good, or sounds right, or boosts your self-esteem, or that contradicts, if, I, if I've heard this correctly, the oppressive, Eurocentric patriarchy. That is, people like me. The fact that kids can no longer do basic arithmetic explains why there is so much crappy music around today. There is a direct correlation. How do I know? Do the math. If you can't, you can't prove me wrong. We're coming up next on WFMU is uh, is Miracle Nutrition with Hardy White. <laughs> Have you ever heard the story about the time that Hardy White got booted out of Sophie Tucker's dressing room? I experienced that story firsthand because I was hiding in Sophie's wardrobe closet at the time. Uh, once Hardy was out the door, Sophie and I partied until the cows came home. Damn cows destroyed her dressing room. Anyway, last week I suggested that Hardy White had a love child with Carmen Miranda. Well, God, Hardy corrected me. I was mistaken. Uh, Hardy said that it was uh, not Carmen Miranda, but it was uh, her sister, Aurora Miranda. Apparently, uh, Aurora also had a stack of fruit on her noggin, uh, so uh, they were frequently mistaken for each other. Hardy met Aurora Miranda when uh, they both had brief cameo appearances on the Moop and Meep show in 1943. Now, I also asked Hardy White about his dealings with, with Arthur Godfrey. I was kind of curious. Uh, Hardy claims that Godfrey was a smug piece of work. Once, <laughs> when Godfrey was passed out, uh, Hardy White and Roy Smeck stuffed a whole pineapple in Godfrey's pants. <laughs> it might have been Carmen Miranda's pineapple. Oh, that Roy Smeck, he was a pip. Anyway, I'll be back next week with more 70 RPM records. And some more breezy banter. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. Now excuse me while I go get plushed to the scuppers.
Well, Lou, this is going to be an experiment. Yeah, like cold fusion. It's going to be my dinner with Hartay. Hardy or Hartay. Oh, actually, it's my dinner with Hartay. Your dinner with Lou-Tay. Exactly. And it's based on... It's going to be based on the movie My Dinner with Andre. Oh, what's that about? So, uh, these two fellas, two friends, Andre... Andre the Giant? No, Andre the normal size person and his friend Wallace are having dinner. They haven't seen each other in five years because Andre had left town, left the New York theater scene and is traveling all around the world and Wallace has stayed put because he's more of a homebody. I see. So that's like you and I who see each other every single day. Well, so we have a lot to catch up on. Well, maybe not. Uh, but I thought that you and I have different enough uh, worldviews that it would be kind of fun to have the conversation. Because sometimes we have really in-depth, interesting conversations, I think. So let me ask you a question. Sure. You know this won't be interesting, right? Well, I don't think you're... I don't think that's true. I think that it will... I think it will be. You know what really won't be interesting is us debating whether it will be interesting or not. Well, that I agree. That we agree on, for sure. Well, let's look at the menu. Yeah, we'll bring it down that way. We'll bring it down to something more specific. Maybe we'll see something on the end menu we can, uh, we can talk about. I know, because you know a lot of times we just eat in silence. I know. I think a lot of that's butchy, though. True. Because he yells, shut up. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a conversation stopper. Oh, they have soup. No, they do have quite a few kinds of soup. Oh, man. I love soup. Well, let's see, they got tomato soup? Nah. Uh, chicken soup? No. They have, uh, they have vegetarian vegetable soup? No. Um, gazpacho? No. French onion soup? No. Well, that's about all they have. Uh, chili? No. Well, that's all the soups, man. Well, maybe I don't like soup. Well, what soups do you like? I've never really had one I liked. What? Well, you know, I'm just hopeful. I think I do like soup. I think I've just never had a good one, you know? I also like banana bread. Mmm. Except, you know, I know, I know. I know there's good, people tell me there's good banana bread. I'm sure there is. I have a thing with the nuts in it. I do too. Sometimes I love nuts, but when they're in certain things, I just don't like them, like bread. I don't know, I love the nuts separately. Maybe if they just served everything separately. I would like, instead of bread, just take the things and put them in the, like, uh, mise en place dishes, like you're gonna make it, but don't make it. So you'd have, like, chopped up banana in one bowl, nuts, uh, sugar, uh, flour, and uh, whatever, butter. And then what I would do is I would just take the sugar and butter and eat that, dump the flour on my head, eat the banana, and uh, sit there with a bowl of nuts while I watched everybody's reaction. I think that's, a, that's probably the way to eat banana bread is deconstruct it. I probably already know what I like because I come here, a lot of times I'll get the grilled cheese sandwich, I like that. Yeah, man, menus are a trouble for me because there's so many choices and I'm sure they're all good. And then sometimes on the menu they'll say, well, these are our things that we really like to serve, like our, our special things. And then that's a lot of pressure, right? Because what if I get one of those and it's no good? then I'm never going to come back and get the other stuff that they say is definitely kind of meh. 
Oh, I know. That's why I like a fixed plate. I like a, a, a fixed menu where you come in and say, what's on the menu tonight? And they go, they, they'll say like rat and lima beans and, you know, dirt and everything. I'll go, no, thank you. And then that's easy. But what if you like some of the, some of the stuff on the menu or if you know ahead of time? Oh, that's ideal. Like if a friend says, come over, we're having tofu po'boys. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, I wonder if they, I wish they had that. Now you put that thought in my head. Yeah, I'm that way too. I'll be in somewhere and then someone will say, oh, you know what sounds good? Something that's not on this menu at all. And then we'll just sit there in kind of disappointed, silent longing. I know, I know. But I like, there's a lot of good, we'll find something here. I don't see our server, but I don't mind because we're gonna have a conversation. So it's so funny because sometimes you want to get waiting on quickly. And other times, I think right now it would be sort of interrupting because we've just, we've just gotten started on our, our marvelous conversation. And I feel like we've covered so much. Did Wallace and Andre talk about soup? I don't know that they did. Uh, maybe they did. I think they talked about little things too. I don't remember the movie too well. I remember that the, they were very eloquent. Yes, that we're not going to be. No, no, I think most people when they're having a conversation, it's just kind of ramble. I find it hard to focus when I'm having a conversation. They go all over the place. Yeah, it's like you go visit a friend and I'll come home and you'll say, hey Lou, did you have uh, like dinner with Mikey? And I'll go, yeah, I did have dinner with Mikey. And then you'll say, what'd you guys talk about? And I honestly don't know. Cause it was, we talked about everything. No, I get that. I understand that. I think it would be weird if I came home and I said, yes, we talked about like, you know, existential things, like what it means to have a sense of place. Yeah, I don't know that. First of all, that doesn't sound like Mikey. No, man, no. Mikey was talking about like his problems. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of interesting too though because he has, he has very unique problems, I think. Yeah, he's always like, you know, getting imprisoned in a cave or something. Yeah, that's kind of, my life is not so exciting. I don't want that kind of exciting, thank you. Because he got stuck in a well one time and everything, and it makes for a good story. But I would rather be boring than have like really good stories like that. Gosh, you know, war correspondents have good stories. I just want to, I don't mind putting people to sleep, you know, with my story. Yes, it is pedestrian. Yes, it is boring. Yes, I haven't done anything with my life. Yes, I am relatively incurious, which means that I'm really never into anything. But uh, that said, I'm a very good listener. Well, I think you are too. But I'm kidding. I heard you say something. You agreed with me. Yes, I did. I agreed with you. So uh, now I do want to order because I want to get that out of the way so I can I get talking. Because I'm really now I'm going back and forth with I see that I can get a couple sides. Ooh, what are you gonna get? I'd get. Why don't you get a side of an entree? No, I don't think they let you do that. That would be you could flip the system. You could say I'm just gonna have fries, and oh, I guess a side of lasagna. No, but they don't. That's not the way it works. You don't get like a lower price. No, man. Even if they did give it to you, I don't think you're not gonna get away with anything. A lot of times I like to pretend that I'm young enough for the children's menu. That, that would never work. No, it doesn't. When we say, we know you're kidding, sir, and they bring me the senior's menu, 
Ah, so it kind of does work. Yes. And then you get, it's funny because on the seniors menu, they give you like for free a lot of things that you'd think would kill seniors. But uh, I guess you get to some point, you go, what the heck? Bring me that huge float, ice cream float. I don't even care anymore. Yeah. And also give it to me for a discount because that way I have more money to leave to my descendants who will ultimately come in this restaurant and spend it. So y'all win anyway.